Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, <laughs> what I'm right? talking about is, when you chop my dope down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? Hey y'all, it's your girl D. Scott And I am here It's a very simple and clean show It is Manic Monday uh, May 9th, 2016 And so you guys know that I said I was going to do a tribute show to Prince um, Shout out to the Giacomo Which is a hotel as well as um, apartment complex here in Niagara Falls, New York That's been lit up purple for the last couple of weeks Since Prince's death That is not a coincidence That is not the same situation as Niagara Falls And what a lot of y'all don't know Is that um, a very uh, a very uh, prominent figure here In, um, in uh, the western New York area Actually owns that building He's part of the Ellicott Group So um, Carl Palladino Thank you very much for co-signing to have the uh, the Giacomo, which is here in Niagara Falls. It's a building, I, I used to call it the Ghostbuster building. It used to sit next to the Rainbow Center Mall, which is now the Culinary Institute of um, of Niagara Falls, and also houses a couple of restaurants. And, you know, where if you go on my Instagram, at miss.d.scott, you'll see where we design um, gingerbread men every year at Christmas, and they have a lot of events there. There's a restaurant over there, and there's always a lot of little activities going on there for children. So shout-out to um, the Giacomo Hotel and Apartment that um, has been lit up purple in honor of Prince. So I want to get right into it. And so today's show, I'm not really talking too much shit. I'm just mostly playing all of my um, favorite Prince songs. And my number one, I think, favorite, favorite uh, Prince song is Adore. And I remember I had a best friend at the time that she decided that she was going to have um she decided she was going to have this song as her wedding song like you know but they've been married over 10 years so i mean shout out to to black marriage black love but i just think that adore was one of my favorite songs and it's just because it was so sincere. That and If I Was Your Girlfriend, which I will not be playing tonight because I play If I Was Your Girlfriend like he just wrote the shit yesterday and he didn't. So um, I want to start off this show with Adore by Prince just because, I mean, I feel like if you're a person that is into lyrics, if you're a person that is into the words, like I am a lyricist, Adore is just a song that, like, you really don't get that much, um, you don't get that many soulmates. You don't get 
just that that kind of love. And I remember when my girlfriend at the time got married, I remember like her Pittsburgh coming out, you know, and I remember, you know, the dance floor clearing and her and her husband at the time, you know, having their first dance. And I remember her getting up in the chair and, you know, and me saying like, yeah, you know, that's my girl, you know what I'm saying? Keep it G. And you're talking, you know, they've been married over 10 years now. Um, so I just, I kind of want to start the show off with this because it's just one of those songs that when you hear it, you just, you immediately start swaying, wishing you had a boo thing. And so we're going to cut to Prince Adore. If, if my studio acts right, because I don't know what's happening, but this is what happens when you're on live radio, you have issue. And if this thing doesn't play, I'm going to have a fucking fit. And I did everything right. Well, let me just get into this because things don't want to play for me because it's being ignorant and pissing me off. So now I have to go and close out all these other things that were going on that are irritating me. So here we go. was the song, however, it was done wrong.
favorite Prince songs. The other one is um, If I Was Your Girlfriend. And like I said, you know, that song is just like, you know, whoever in their right mind says to you anymore, until the end of time, I'll be there for you. My heart and mind, I truly adore you, you know. So my next, um, well, I played When Doves Cry already. And, you know, that song is just very gut-wrenching for me um, because it's just, you know, by the time I saw 
the movie, you know, I'm young. I'm like seven, eight years old when the when the movie came out. And my parents were like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't watch this. But what I do know is that when Prince was 19 years old, he made an appearance on Saturday Night Live performing this song. And never in the history of niggerdom has anyone ever thought that Prince was a homosexual, even though he went on national television with bare-chested, hairy chest, fucking thong on it. I think he might have had some gold pants or some shit, but this is one of my other favorite jams, and this is my boy Prince. when he was dropping it like it was hot on Saturday Night Live with like a fucking thong on and people looking at him like he was crazy his hair was like fresh pressed out you know and I always remember that image because I'm like oh my god who does that now this next song I'm about to play is actually you know I want to say that he had met his wife Maite at this point because I'm not saying I'm a Prince fan I'm just saying I'm a Prince believer so when I was a little girl you know I was very you know feminine sundresses and you know I collected horses and stuff like that like 
plastic courses because my my mom used to ride back in the day. My grandfather was a um, was a trainer. So when I was asked, like, hey, you know, what color do you want in your room? And I was like, I want it purple. And I was like, you don't want a pink? I'm like, no, I want a purple. And I had a strawberry shortcake. I remember, you know, we were poor, so my mom couldn't afford, like, real strawberry shortcake. So she was a seamstress. So she made me this, like, comforter set, like this duvet set with, like, the ruffles on the side with, you know, and it had all strawberries on it. But I remember my room was fucking purple. And so this is another song um, that reminds me so much. Well, this one was actually in Purple Rain, and this was like, you know, bathe yourself in the, the Lake Minnetonka, and that's not Minnetonka, so I'm going to let y'all vibe.
just a little, you know, a, a, a little note to sell. You know, we bury vanity um, this year as well, and it's crazy because they were both 57 years old, both of them young, and, um, you know, hold on. I feel like, um, you know, it, it's just, it's an end of an era. They showed Sheila E., which was, you know, very much movably upset about, you know, Prince's Prince's death. And, you know, that's because they had a very strange kind of friendship, strange kind of love. Um, and I just, I, I, I feel like, you know, that kind of love just doesn't, just doesn't die like that. You know, Sheila E. met Prince when he was young and, and you know, was one of his first, you know, uh, female, you know, dancer friends, uh, confidants, all that shit. So now we're going to go to one of my songs. Actually, this song makes me happy because I do know that for a fact he had met his wife at this point, and he actually met Maite when she was 16. She was um, performing in uh, Spain, I believe, and he told her, like, right off rip, like, hey, I'm going to marry you. And he came back, like, two, three years later, and he did. So anybody that had any judgment about Maite on the show, Hollywood Exes, which was on, I think it was VH1 or Bravo, one or the other, you know, you kind of got to look at the relationship that they had, and that was the first woman that um, actually had Princess Child, and then the son subsequently passed away. And from what we know, Prince never bore any heirs or heiresses. So here is one of my other songs that makes me happy. Thank you. 
if you guys remember this video, but it was with, um, there was like a ballerina and all this other stuff. So Prince was always cutting edge with dancers and with, you know, the ballet and with different instruments. He played well over 17 instruments. And so I'm going to flip to another song that, um, reminds me of um of my youth and this song if you really listen to it it's actually kind of sad when you listen to it now knowing that he's gone so I'm gonna just cut to it
So if you guys don't remember that song, that's really unfortunate because that was one of my um, – that was when he started, like, first coming out and maybe, like, stopped perming the hair a little bit as much as he used to. But now I'm going to move on to the next song and see if you guys remember this one.
karaoke this was just what the fuck I did and I definitely I you know I don't know what happened here's what I do know is that if you're on Percocet honey let's just keep it G you're not addicted to fucking pain meds there's far more things way more stronger and addicting than that you're talking about Prince Rogers Nelson who was maybe five foot one five foot two feet tall and might have weighed 110 pounds. He was a vegan. So you're looking at someone whose system was, you know, aesthetically pure. He didn't drink. He didn't smoke. He liked pussy. But, you know, th- this is just not what he did. So if if he takes an aspirin, and I've been guilty of this before as well, taking an aspirin while I'm drinking, you know, wine or something like that, and I have, like, projectile vomiting, whatever, whatever, because I don't, I, I don't do any drugs. You know what I'm saying? Other than the shit that's prescribed by my doctor so that I don't fuck y'all up on a daily basis. Just, you know, a little Prozac, a little fluoxetine. So I won't even take, you know, a, a barbiturate. I won't take anything that's a downer because of the addictive properties and also because they make me sick physically. So even when I was giving birth to my son, which I had to have a C-section, don't get it twisted, bikini line still intact, um, thank you, Dr. Whitehead and Brandon, Florida, um, for my, my procedure. But, um, you know, they gave me something, and they had to give me the exact same thing that begins with a B. It's a chemical that begins with a B um, into my bloodstream to reverse the effect of that because here I am strapped to a table getting ready to have a C-section to birth my son, boom, and I'm getting ready to vomit, I'm getting ready to pass out. So I had issues breathing, and this is just what – a depressant does. So when you're looking at, you know, a Percocet, a Vicodin, uh, you know, any of those drugs, uh, Xanax, all those things are things to bring you down. So if you're looking at a man that was actually essentially damn near half my size, because I'm like 150 pounds, 160 pounds, depending, and I'm five foot six, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? So you think that he was just going to call 911 and call the hospital? And I don't like the fact that we as black people, we perpetuate so much fucking propaganda when it comes to our 
our our stars, our rising stars, our you know what I'm saying, our people that have made history. We we perpetuate so much fucking bullshit. Yet when David Bowie died, despite his financial history, despite his you know history of drug use or adultering or philandering, no one said shit. And they shouldn't because he's a fucking legend. So could you give Prince just a little bit, just just a little bit of respect? Do I believe that he did not have a will? Absolutely not. This was a man that dealt with Van, which was actually one of the people, if I'm not mistaken, in the Bush administration. He's the black gentleman that spoke out with Don Lemon on CNN and on Dateline and broke, you know, literally broke down into tears speaking about Prince. And he said, you know, you guys always want to talk about him like he was just such and he like he was only a musician and he was a huge philanthropist. And, you know, over the week, I've been speaking to one of my best girlfriends about, you know, the religion, the Jehovah's Witness religion. And it's just fascinating to me how similar that is with what's going on in the Quran, what's going on in the Torah. It's just an absolute religion. So being as strict as he was with what went in his body and what he believed in, I don't believe, I believe that this man, late. let me just keep a G. You're not on pain pills and addicted to pain pills doing fucking two-hour concerts. You're not. You're not on pain pills and you don't have dark circles under your eyes and you're not eating and your bones aren't breaking and shit like that. My mom used to get fractures all the time. You know, you're not on pain pills for a significant amount of time and haven't built up a tolerance to the fact that you're not on Percocet. You know they, they give you Percocet when you get your teeth pulled. Like, let's keep it fucking G. If that motherfucker was really on some shit, I know motherfuckers in Niagara Falls right now in the 716 on fucking Oxycontin and what's the other shit, the, the fucking the, the, the patches and shit like that the motherfuckers take that are for cancer patients, for patients that are, you know, fucking have bone marrow cancer. That must be painful. So don't talk to me about my prince. I always say my prince because it's like he belonged to all of us. And so for you guys, especially black people, be you know perpetuating this image that he was less than royalty, you're fucking wrong for that. And for that, I hope your fucking your parents rot in fucking hell for that shit because Prince, on some level, was you know uh, a great contributor to our fucking American history. He's the first man that broke down boundaries when it came to sexuality and said, you know what, I can put on. Oh, and and ladies, let's be clear. Prince was actually one of the first people that wore a pair of Louboutins. Prince been wearing Louboutins since like the '80s, if I'm not mistaken. Those little boots that he wore, the little white ones with the little heel on the shit and the black boots, those were Louboutins, boo. He had them custom made by Christian Louboutin himself when he was just a French designer in, in fucking Paris. So, you know, he's the only man in the, there used to be a meme that said Prince is the only guy that can fuck your girl and wear a BB outfit and nobody questions his sexuality, whereas we did that with Michael. You know, but if you watched... Um, this is it. You would know that there was no way Michael was fucking gay, nor was he fucking children. And, th- and this is the perpetuation that we do within our own community that we feel like we need to tarnish the greats. When white people don't do that in their community, they don't give a fuck if the lead singer or queen fucking had AIDS or not. And he did. They don't give a fuck if he got it from fucking another person in the ass or if he got it from fucking drugs. They, they don't talk about that shit, and they still sing his songs from fucking day one. They never held it against him. So I don't understand why we as black people and we're trying so hard to hold on to our legacy and hold on to our music and to hold on to everything that we stand for we will shun a prince prince ain't never in the history of niggerdom had nothing to do with a motherfucking scandal any motherfucking female that loved him loved him forever 
okay? Even Maite, his fucking second wife that he divorced, fucking Sheila E. loved him forever. And to me, that is fucking winning. I don't know any black man in America, outside of America and Canada, who all the women that he's ever dealt with have never had anything negative to say about their motherfuckers. They all said it was, it was me, not him. You know, they all said he was a workaholic. They all said he was obsessed with the music. They all said that he was obsessed with making sure that his brand, you know, was understood. They, he, he was always obsessed with being conscious. You know, so there's a lot of you motherfuckers that out there that are unconscious, that are perpetuating this, this news story that he was addicted to drugs and he was addicted to pain pills. There's no way in fucking hell. And even if he was, you should be ashamed of yourself for perpetuating that fucking language when Prince has done nothing over the last fucking 40 years, 30 years, but put out hit after hit after hit, good music. He's the one that taught us that, you know what, y'all, y'all motherfuckers want to say that I can't put out records under the name Prince? Cool. I'm going to fuck y'all over. I'm going to say I'm going to put out a, a, a record under a symbol, the artist formerly known as Prince. That was some G shit. Long before Beyonce came out with these digital albums and everything else, if you go on YouTube right now, there is no Prince fucking information on there that motherfucker would religiously have people go on there and send you fucking cease and desist letters for fucking recopying his music or any of it unless it was a cover band so he protected all his music knowing how you could tell me that man didn't have a fucking will but if he didn't that just goes to show you that you can't take it to the grave and he didn't give a fuck about money unlike some of you motherfucking thirsty ass motherfuckers that can't even let the man rest so i'm gonna leave with one of my favorite songs i mean all his songs are pretty much my favorite songs but if i was your girlfriend that's a whole nother story i'll play that on a separate day because i'm gonna have a show that's attached to that but come on now when y'all hear this right here y'all just start doing the worm you know it like the sexy worm like apollonia and them did and you know that's the other thing i'm gonna talk to y'all tomorrow on tell the <laughs>
And I will talk to you guys tomorrow on Tell the Truth Tuesday. Thank you for listening, as always, and rest in peace to the purple one, our Prince Rogers Nelson.